Geek Shock. What's up, Croc? Don't be bashful with that box for the bear. Put the pole in the bowl. Time for a vitamin pack punch. I can't get enough of Super Golden Crisp. It's got the crunch with punch. Yeah. It's the one I want to get for when I get my house. It looks like a really nice dining room table. And then it has these little compartments that uh, open up. And it's a full-on gaming table. That's freaking amazing. Okay. But you don't you like need, you need to get it pneumatic power. So you press a button. And yeah, that's, like, that's there that's are elements of it that I would use. Ah. He he likes playing games, but mostly, he just doesn't win them very much. But so. the one that Except I was specifically referencing is one that Kirsten would actually need. Oh, yeah. Well, versus I, the card table that you guys as have we've now. Dis- discovered with the with our current my current setup, I I kind of need a a room. Yeah, like a game room. Yeah, I. Uh, the table's been sitting in the middle of the living room forever, and I mean, actually, it's not bad. I could turn. It was really funny. One time, Vernon came over for a visit, brought his girlfriend at the time, and he walks into the living room with her, and he's like, all right, this is Kirsten's game room, as you can see here, and then he walks through the dining room. He's like, this is Kirsten's other game room. <laughs> Well, you could just knock out the wall on either side of the uh, the I dining room, dude, and then it would open I that wish, whole area out. I wish I got to figure out which one of those walls is load bearing. Sure, yeah, which I, one I think is the one not. between those two walls, those two rooms. <laughs> well, since they're both partial walls, I doubt either one of them is like you know, major load bearing. Yeah, well, you partial could, load bearing. Yeah. <laughs> I can just see. Well, it. I can just use there's a stud Kirsten, finder. There's Kirsten knocking on the, the actual... wall, and all of a sudden, Andy and Duncan fall through. Yeah. What? <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> All right. I guess that was load bearing. <laughs> there he is taking a bath. Andy, can you can can you score me three months of rent early so I can get this fixed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Kirsten, we forgot to tell you we're moving out. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, really. Actually, only Andy and Duncan fall in. No furniture. <laughs> they're, just, they're just like, oh well, now's the Go to time as any to tell you. <laughs> All our stuff is in boxes and a thing in the back. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to knock down the wrong wall because that 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 rolling desk will come crashing down yeah. and kill yeah. everybody. Yeah. Speaking of rolling now, desk, what about Pat's uh, rolling toolbox uh, thing? Oh, I love it. That was uh, that was pretty good. All right, let's do this. Welcome to Geek Shock number four hundred seventy-eight. I am Master Torgo with a little gold. Eighties Jeff. Uh, 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 me. K- Commander K. <laughs> wow. All right. Yes. Tangent right. Andy. Use it. Tangent Andy. Fact check Oh, Andy. fuck you. Tangent Andy. <laughs> Maple Leaf Matt. And we're to talk week and geek. Uh, we're introducing a new segment to Geek Shock. First time we've had one of these in a while. For lack of a better name, we're calling it Banana Splats. We Go love... Bananas. We love the community that has grown up around the Shock Monkeys lair. All of you are awesome. We love seeing the stuff that you post. And we just want on a semi-regular basis to shout out posts that have caught our attention on the layer. So if you're not a member of the Shock Monkeys layer, go check it out on Facebook. And if you are, just know that we're watching and we're loving what you're doing. So you were bringing up uh, Spurl's toolbox. Yeah. Well, uh, his suggestion of converting a rolling toolbox. Ah. Not, not you know. Like, are we talking like, uh, you know, handle, carry around Craftsman. toolbox? Or we, okay, so like, rolling. The, rolling, rolling, like a rolling. snap-on tools toolbox that's rolling, like rolling, five rolling. feet high. You know, the one in the fail videos that always yes. comes out of the truck wrong and crashes. Yes, and, okay. Yeah, so like that. And the tools go everywhere. That's yeah, awesome. and, and he was is like... for your minis? Well, well he, he could give you a choice. Yeah, yeah, and he was okay. like, tools, 
Legos, you know, candy, tabletop dice. Now, mm-hmm. you see, there you go. Pennies. I don't know where he's going with that. Thumb drives filmed with random music. I have a feeling that's his type of thing. So, nachos. I, uh, drugs. Kittens, which was rather cruel. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. And then lastly, advanced paint your mini kit. That's a very advanced kit. You know, you know what? It was that, that was Pat Sproles? Yeah. Wasn't yeah. Tools? Yeah. They the already... That was the first thing you said. Okay. Yeah. Good. That, <laughs> the, idea, the idea of drugs has already been taken because uh, around my work, the mobile nursing stations that we all push around, they lock up and there's all the drugs in them. So essentially, it's already being done. Ooh. Well, fuck you, Pat. Wow. Boom. Well, just just that. Yeah, right. fuck well, you, Matt. Got you. What <laughs> I really loved about it, though, is that he turned into the whole devil's bargain thing. So if you chose one, he would give you like the Twilight Zone devil version of your wish. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well. So if you chose dice, it was like all four-sided dice, you know? Yeah, I know. Oh, oh, oh. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Nerd, finally enough time. <laughs> Nerd Caltrops. <laughs> yeah, Nerd really. Caltrops. Yeah. So this, this, this trunk full of drugs, it's on wheels? <laughs> It's heavily locked. Yeah, okay, I know like, it's heavily like, locked, but I'm just I'm just picturing him like, pic- like you need like a team of specialized Matt. Exactly, Matt. it's a heist movie. It's Andy. <laughs> it's it is Andy. a heist movie. Literally, he, he could be moving the the thing, and then it he'll bump into it. It'll tip over, and everything will pop open. Okay. Yeah, but, you're right. It won't go anywhere. It'll all like land perfectly assorted, and That's then he'll okay. he'll shove what? stuff in his pockets, mm. like all the needles. So I could just see you run <laughs> in his back pockets, and then he gets in the car. But then there'll be used needles, not the. <laughs> why, are you guys the why are you guys saving the used needles? <laughs> because you can't throw them away. There's, okay, yeah, they're, they're, you can't throw them away. They're, they're what, collectors. What, what do they do with them? It's a biohazard. It's a biohazard. I know it's a biohazard. I've seen the little cases. They're they biohazard. have specialty uh, yes. uh, uh, thingy bobs to take it away. And they've, it's on that card. Did it eventually get thrown away? Yes. Okay. But well, they incinerated. They're not uh, reusing. Incinerated. Right? Incinerated. They're not reusing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they go away to a special clean area. They, they sanitize them and bring it back. That's right. Oh. <laughs> they put them in raw alcohol for about a second. Yeah, just a second. <laughs> Shake them around. A little dish soap and water goes a long they way. They blow through it. <laughs> and, and you get the little bottle cleaners, and you and you and you yeah. just yeah, okay. <laughs> the little the little <laughs> needle bottle cleaners, <laughs> and it's and it's a bunch of Filipinos or Mexicans, whatever, oh. doing it all, right? We we well, I went there. there. there we I went there. Wow, there we go. I'm so not yeah. Canadian. <laughs> man, wow, how the man has turned. <laughs> so, and I also wanted to shout out Nathaniel Scott because. Uh, He's starting to paint minis. Not only starting to paint mini, he got Kingdom Death. If you're not familiar with the board Woo! game Kingdom Death, that is one of the most expensive board games out there. It is a player versus game, and apparently it's exceedingly cruel and very, very gothic horror. But the miniatures that come in that game are absolutely stupendous. Like Gloomhaven? Uh, no, it's... it's Even uh, better? Beyond it's, it. It's beyond it. It's actual full-blown body horror shit. Uh. Like, uh, like, there are activists in the role-playing game community <sighs> that have get... actually protested Kingdom Death because its stuff is so, it's it's so out there. It's okay. amazing, and the 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 work is amazing. Those sculpts, oh my god, are yes. amazing. It's it's one. It's proof of the the adage: if you're going to go somewhere, do it well. Do it well. <laughs> okay. Own it. And do it well, and they do. 
They do. There's like a giant elk with a huge mouth down its belly. And if yeah. you roll wrong, it swallows you whole. It's, it's really a hard game to explain. You are a small group of clansmen. Like, like, oh, you, ba- you should ba- fit right in with this. Suddenly, <laughs> 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 Matt's interesting. <laughs> I am not racist. I don't know where you guys get that idea. I don't care if you're black, blue, red, white, purple. I don't care. As long as you're a good person. As long as they're not Mexican, apparently. No, and if you're one percenter, <laughs> fuck you. All right, <laughs> President Trump. Uh, I am not racist. Don't even get that. Don't even suggest that. The mic goes a run with that. No, 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 no. We're not sure, doing that. Klansman's probably not the right word. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Matt don't like it. Jeez. Did I I not see a Klan robe in your closet with a maple leaf? No, you did not. (laughs) No, you did not. No, it was just a hockey jersey. It must have been right beside your. uh, It must have been right beside your Patriots Klansman. Shut up. He got a big old Kevin Smith hockey jersey. So of course, on anyone else, it's like a robe. Uh, you are a small group of cave dwellers, basically, cave dwellers, yeah. trying to raise up your group, and there's all these monsters that are keeping you from doing it. Yeah. And it's extremely hard to play. But Nathaniel's chosen one of those minis to be the first mini he, so he wants to paint, which um, higher level stuff, I have to admit. So I threw some YouTube videos that got me started in miniature painting. So if you're interested in miniature painting and uh, check on that Nathaniel post and you'll see some of those on there. But, uh, but good on you, Nathaniel. Make it happen. Gentlemen. Oh, you got a classic yeah, one that you well, want to throw at. Uh, John Blankenship was at the uh, convention I was working earlier this week. Okay. So what I convention think, was that? Uh, it was uh, the uh, Exhibitor Live. It's a convention about convention people. Um, yeah, what it's a convention about convention. people that put together oh conv- exhibits. God. That sounds like a documentary. <laughs> It's it should be. That sounds um, like a Hellraiser puzzle box. But yeah, but so he was there, and we got to talk Speed a bit, and it was fun. Yeah. If I remember it correctly, I think he was the one that created the actual Ludmilla sunrise and took a photograph of it. Oh God! Blarf. Oh God! <laughs> oh my God! Uh, so hats off to you, John. Hats and, off, indeed. And DZ Easley, keep those body paint cosplays coming in. <laughs> and Charlie, thanks for wearing the body paint cosplays. Yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. So, mm. gentlemen, what geeky things you do this week? I uh, I, one, did you? Are you the only one that went to ToyCon? Nobody else went to ToyCon. No, Kirsten went to ToyCon. Yeah, and so did uh, Carl. Yeah, managed so to score. Uh, yeah, I was going to go Saturday <clears throat> until it was like forty bucks. I'm like, yeah, okay. Whatever. You've got Todd's cold already. <laughs> <laughs> we were kissing before the show, uh, yeah. so it's beard on beard action. Yeah. <laughs> You know, in Avatar, where the the tails kind of yeah, the like, beards all intermingle, <laughs> stick together like Velcro. There's That's so, what happens there's to so our many beards. levels to that joke. I'm not even, not even going to go there. But anyways, you went to ToyCon. Uh, yeah, I went to, to. I only got to go on Sunday. Managed to score free parking. I'll start with that. <laughs> just just for the the long term listeners, because uh, get it out of the way. God damn it! <laughs> I haven't intended that later. So the majority of the panels I would have liked to have seen would have been on Sunday. Or excuse me, on Saturday rather, but uh, I was only able to go on Sunday. But I had a good time walking around, looking at things. Ran into both Kirsten and Carl there. Got to get my picture taken <laughs> with uh, Larry Wilcox and Eric Estrada. You did get it, Ponch and John. Yeah, Fantastic. got my picture. Did you see Vernon's post? I did not. No, Vernon got to take uh, Eric Estrada through the void. Oh, nice. Yeah, very nice. Badass. Yeah, 
And I also got a picture with uh, two of the guys that were in Super Troopers, oh, Club Dread, the Broken Lizard guys. Sorry to interrupt. In case anybody out there doesn't know what the void is, uh, that is the vaguest term for man-on-man sex. Go ahead, oh, Jeff. sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's good. Oh, man. Yeah, um, you want to avoid it. <laughs> avoid it. But uh, it, it that <laughs> the day had a lot of ups and downs. It was one of those. Uh, so so when ups I got there, I was man on man sex void. Okay. Come on, Matt. So apparently, it's it's a long involved story. But apparently, um, they stopped doing the online sales for the photo op tickets. On Saturday. Okay. So Sunday, where they were supposed to be selling them up front, they weren't selling them up front at the at the ticket booth. So they were sending people to the booths of the actual people that were the different celebrities that were getting their pictures taken. Celebrities. Like, like Unf- most cons. Fortunately, the communication was not really good oh. with the various volunteer staff that was working. Okay. So when you approach the booth and explain to them why you're there... They don't know what's going on, so um, I I did manage to get my uh, my chips dual photo op sure. taken care of right away. Okay, but when I went to try to go get the the two broken lizard guys, the two volunteers that were working with those two gentlemen did not know what was going on, so they sent me back up front. I went back up front. They sent me back to the booth. Um, goes over to the photo booth. I mean, it was this. <laughs> Jeff just walked. There in. is a happy ending to this story, but okay. oh, well, well, well. Didn't I avoid that. Jeff took the broken lizard guys to the void. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's lizard got broke. So after after a lot of like being sent all over the con floor to talk to different people, and it's like I've never had so much trouble trying to hand people money in my life. I mean, it's like nobody wanted to take my money. So I could get this stupid photo. The final opinion was show up at the photo time. See if there's somebody there that can sell you the ticket. <laughs> Maybe some will be there. Maybe they won't. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Fine. It's it's like half an hour this from now. This is an established con, right? This has gone yeah. on for several years. Yeah. yeah. So wow. Yeah. Got to, so I anyway, I, I walked the floor for like the half hour in between checking things out. And finally, go back over to the the area where you get your photos taken. They're gone. No, no, they were there. They were there. Uh, one of the volunteers that I had explained the whole story to earlier was just like, uh, she's like, were you able able to get your ticket? And I'm like, nope. And the two guys uh, from Broken Lizard overheard this. And they're like, it's like this is ridiculous. I can't believe they did this to you. And like, here, come come on in, come on. So they took a picture with my cell phone. Okay. Of the three of us. Mm-hmm. And you know they're like you know this is this is stupid you know I can't believe they did this to you let's get that, a picture that's their last toy con <laughs> well no it, 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 the story gets more interesting from here um, so they took the picture with me and the professional photographer that was very nice guys by the way you know you know shook my okay. hand thanked me for being a fan of their movies and so forth and talked to me for a couple minutes but. Uh, the professional photographer that was in there was basically wrapping up for the day. This was one of the last photo shoots. The the volunteer is explaining to him what's going on because he he popped his head around the corner to find out what's going on, and he's like, "Well, let's get a, just let's just get a professional one of the three of you. We'll just take it right here, and uh, he can just have it." 
And I'm like, hey, oh, okay. How much is it going to cost otherwise? Um, I think it was like 60 for the two of them together, something like that. All right. We took the picture, and then I went over to um, to grab a sleeve for it. And the guy's like, yeah, just give him a free sleeve, too. And I'm <laughs> like, okay. And then, and then they're like, you know what? He's, Give him a happy he's, ending. He's been. <laughs> he must be really good at the void or something. No, I mean, shit. and I was just being nice. I mean, I was like, "Thank you guys for all be, all being so understanding." You know, I, it's just weird because I've never had any trouble giving people money for stuff like this at a con. And the, the professional photographer guy's like, he's like, I don't know what's been going on the last two days, but the communication between the staff and the volunteers and those of us that are contracted out to do this stuff has just been horrible this year. I guess he he felt sorry for me. He's like. You know, he's like, I, I really feel bad that this happened to you. So he took the picture. Um, he actually gave me the free digital download, too. He's like, he's like, just give me your email. I'll send you the digital version of that. So you'll have the print and that. And uh, he's like, oh, and give him a free sleeve to put his picture in. Mm. Condom. So, somebody needs to write um, a, somebody needs to write a uh, stern letter to their Congress nerd. Well, you know, honestly, I can't be mad. Congress nerds, we need them. I got, I got what I went there for. Got to walk the floor. Got to see some cool toys. Got I, to meet, I, got I to meet some nice people that actually went out of their way to help me out resolve a situation that was beyond their control. That was, but very they nice took it upon themselves to actually do that. Because, um, by the way, the opinion stated therein, the Geek Shock podcast, do not necessarily reflect. The opinions of management. So, Jeff, <laughs> we have management. Jeff. Oh. <laughs> no, so this is totally an '80s Jeff PR firm story. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, it was. It was. It but was no, it, I, you know, I, I, I like don't I see said, any I, toys anywhere though. Like it was an know. almost, almost story. I did almost uh, buy a thousand dollar Optimus Prime. Holy shit! Wow. What wow. sucker? I'm not kidding you. This sucker's three feet tall. I don't care. It's, it's a replica. It's it's a replica of the masterpiece collection, um, Optimus Prime, and it transforms. The guy that had it is Booth. I have pictures of it. I'll try to post a picture on Shock Monkeys. Like, look later. at this pigeon right here. So, oh, all right, look at me. Let, let me transform it down for you. Look at this. Look, I, I I walk by it and I'm like, oh my god, this thing is massive. And I'm like, I, <laughs> I've never seen this size of this particular figure and he said yeah it was a limited run and we got a hold of one and what we actually did is we stripped all the original paint off and repainted it entirely so it looks more realistic like it's got like weathering on it to make it look like you know it was an optimus prime that hmm. you know had obviously it seems like know. an odd thing to do with a rare collectible uh, I, yeah, it, yeah. I, I don't know all i know is it looked i'd have been like amazing. okay because you just said that 500 Right. Uh, so yeah, like he's. I said. So I just have to add, ask out of curiosity. How much are you asking for that thing? He goes, "Well, we're asking a thousand, but I'm willing to negotiate on it." And I'm like, "I'll be back." And I walked around the floor talking myself out of it, and I eventually talked myself out of it. Well, that's good. But it would have been a fantastic uh, centerpiece. Yeah. For oh, for your for, Thanksgiving for dinner table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for a display. I mean, I was literally tempted. I'm like. That would probably be the second most I've ever spent on a collectible, but uh, tempted by a big ass transformer. Yeah, it'd be great <laughs> seeing Jeff walk around just bathed in sweat, mumbling to himself, you know, for about <laughs> a half hour. I have and then no he'd idea. Go, hey Jeff, what's, shut up! Don't talk to me. All right. Oh, should I get it? Should I fucking get it? To buy or not to buy? Hey, are that you is the Jeff? question. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck you, kid! God damn it! I'm buying it. Son of a bitch! Here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I'm lucky because 
I don't have any money. So when I saw the uh, Shogun Warriors, I mean, each of those oh, yeah. motherfuckers, yeah. Were four, they were they were asking 450 Jesus. And I was just like, Oh, and it's like if it there there was a there was a a, a Geiking. Geiking was so hard to find. That's the yellow one, right? Yeah, that you're saying is like almost impossible yeah. to find. Yeah, that was the one that I wanted as a kid that we never got. I never got, and it was just like oh, but wow, four fifty, holy simoleons. Yeah, there were so. there were only a few toys this year that I you know hadn't seen in forever. Um, but you know, the majority of the booths were just, you know, the same standard fare stuff that you find at every con, mm. but it was kind of neat. To well see. worth the $40. I, I like going to, <laughs> there was a, I like going to like the artist tables and things like that. Yeah. That's where I, there was some neat stuff in there too. Yeah. Cause I, um, I don't know if, I don't know if you saw it when you were over there last, but it, my Wolverine print is from toy con that really, really cool. And okay. I spent like, I think 20 bucks on that, nice. which is really neat. But. They had some really nice artwork that was printed on, um, metal plates that you can hang on your wall that you know because of the reflective nature of it it really the, the colors really pop on it and i i was so tempted to buy some of those but uh but yeah um now this begs the question of something you said earlier you said that would have been the second most expensive piece that you have bought that means me, you have me bought something more expensive yeah, let me guess i think i know what it is okay the phaser now the start that was cheaper than a thousand. The yeah, actual phaser. I, I got that. I got a. Ma- I got a great deal on that combat phaser oh, that was from my Star guess. Trek. That was my five guess. and six. Yeah, that was a masterpiece. They wanted like a thousand for that sucker. I ended up getting them down to. Uh, it was like six hundred, and right. I probably could have gotten them down to five hundred. But that was just the first offer, and they accepted it. So, what is the most expensive piece you've bought? <sighs> It depends Uh-oh. on. <laughs> oh wow, he's got a freaking weigh it. I got a list. <laughs> Let me check my list. It depends on how you you combine oh. them. Like depends what your definition of is is. No. <laughs> um, so I I have the replica of the flux capacitor. Okay. That uh, was put out a few years ago, and then um, working flux capacitor. Yes. Yeah. You put I it mean, in your vehicle and you go back in time. It's it's as an exact replica as you can find. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's going to be expensive. So that one that one was expensive, and then um, combining that with the uh, the Mister Fusion replica, the same company put out a few years later. So, so that so those, combination, those two together, yes, give because you... they came out within. So that that's the most expensive. Or well, the sure, most money I've spent uh, on a, a replica. That's a that's, set. That's two, that's it's two a different set, so. purchases. I don't, yeah, that's uh, why I said it's, I like, it's hard to... So I would, I would say the phaser then. Probably. K calls bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't phrase it that hard. I, I was just like, eh. I yeah, mean, yeah. in terms of value, it sounds Oh, yeah, they're, like, they're worth way more than I paid for them. Yeah. Because um, I, mean, I, I pre-ordered... As long as you the, don't repaint them and weather them. Right. <laughs> Yeah, well, that, that floors me. Why would you do that? Uh, whatever. I, like I said, it, it looked amazing. Um, but yeah, the I pre-ordered both of those um, collectibles, and so I actually managed to get them at a discount because of the pre-order. Because once it went live for retail, they bumped it up by like 20%. As they will. Yeah. What else did you do this week, guys? Uh, I went to ToyCon. That's right, yeah. you did. <laughs> you, you, yeah, what, what's, what's ToyCon? <laughs> did, you, did you then go to the Void? No. Oh, okay. No void for Kirsten. Oh, yeah. Story of your life. I walked around and I was just like, I didn't get tickets to anything, and they just looked at me. 
<laughs> one girl spit on me. <laughs> now, <clears throat> wow, lots of funkos. Yeah, lots it's, of funkos. I'm, I'm kind of. Like, is it oversaturated? Well, I, 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 out? I wouldn't call it oversaturated. I was just. It's really funny because I still really to this day. <laughs> uh, boy, Andy. What? You know, all right. um, <laughs> I'm busy no, it. Uh, when I hear toys, I always go back to my childhood. So, one of the things I actually look for <clears throat> are vintage one-six scale GI Joes from the seventies. Oh, nice! And there, there was nothing like that there, and uh, it was funny. I thought there were a few of them there, but I, I, none, of, none of the like the rare ones. Yeah, no, I didn't see anything that really captivated. I, I mean, they the magnificent twelve. Uh, I'm sorry, one-six scale sculpts. Like of the Star Wars releases and stuff like that. There's some beautiful stuff. They did a, there was one guy, like $280 for the Boba Fett that's actually from the uh, holiday special. Fun. So, you know, that paint. So it was just like, that was that was some cool stuff, but you know that scrape off that paint and paint it up with <laughs> battle damage. <laughs> I don't know, maybe they did, but he did have he did have uh, the weaponry from that. So unless they custom built that, but no, these are in the original the original boxes. So that, that and that's like that's some really really top line collector stuff. But that's where my mind is. I it's funny. I'm Mister Funko. But I walked in there totally not expecting Funkos. And so... <laughs> really? I just, they were I, everywhere. I, I, I shit you not. And yeah, he's right. I mean, everybody had the the little clear plastic wall set up where basically the walls of their booth is their pile of Funkos. And it was, it was pretty amazing. There's some pretty amazing things there, but... I'm a little upset I didn't get to go, but I was like, I'm not spending 40 bucks <clears> and I work on Sunday, so... you know. And then they had, I mean, there was that one, of course, you all, all of these nerd cons, it's really interesting. What does it say about nerds? There's always one booth with weapons. <laughs> yes, yeah. every you single know, one of them. You know, and like, I'm not even talking about like 3D printed or foam or something. I'm t- no, they, they got ninja stars. Yeah, and throwing knives. Swords and uh, daggers. You know, belt knives, little little punch knives. It, it, it was funny. I was like, oh. There's some cool stuff there, but, you know, so it was cool. It was cool to walk around. I even stumbled across Jeff while he was waiting online. Was he walking around sweating? Uh, No, no. At this point, this was for, uh, this was for chips. So he was, he was actually happy. You know, he was, he was, he was Jeff Giddy. This was, I had just gotten before the the troubles. Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't, it was just more of an inconvenience having to go all over the con. So it wasn't like. I was upset. No. It was like, how can you get angry? You're, you're being like, very cool about it. That was, yeah. that was yeah. dumb. I'd have lost my shit. I, yeah, yeah, I you could easily I think seen that, somebody. I think that's rude, losing your shit at the line staff, because it's, yeah. it's really, ultimately, yeah. it's not their fucking problem. And, and but I'd have lost it. I'd have been like, what are you fucking people? Well, and the more, majority of the people that are there to help you are volunteers. Yeah. And these people aren't getting paid, number one. And number two, they don't get told anything. Except for just what they need to know at, at a specific point in time, and they get asked about everything else. Yes, it's on a need, exactly. to, know, on a need to know basis. Uh, but yeah, I, when when I ran into Kirsten, I had just gotten uh, the photo taken. I was standing in line to get the uh, the digital download, and uh, uh, 
there was there was some trouble with the tablet it wasn't working so the so the lady's just like, "Ah, eh, we'll just give you the free one. Don't worry about it." You know, yeah. I'm like, "Okay." Jeff's getting Jesus the deal. Jesus Christ! So, so yeah. I did get both. I guess te- technically, I did get both digital downloads for free. So. Good God! I know, man. What a yeah! That that was. guy's got it figured out. Yeah, yeah you take your guests to the void. Yeah, that's yeah. how you do it, and then you get a bunch of free shit. It puts man. a smile on everyone's face. There you yeah. go. You perform in the void. It's a happy it's, uh, ending. So that lame joke of mine reminded me last week. I got a couple good jokes out. Oh, God. Oh, a, God. A couple. But I got so many bad ones out. I'm really sorry, everyone. And, <laughs> and you can expect much worse today because I'd be more tired. He, he's, he, he's apologizing for that episode. For last week's show. Right. Yeah. And okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to apologize for this one, too, at this <laughs> just, rate. Just for that one. Yeah. All the other shows. <laughs> That's on you. He's got nothing to say. fire in the other shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, I did also see Alita Battle Angel this weekend. Aha. Uh-huh. And? I liked it. No. Okay. I mean... I, I wasn't real happy with the ending because it was clear that they were setting up for a sequel. I, because wasn't that rather a, a hammer, a ham-fisted? Oh my god! We're gonna do another one of these. Yeah, I mean, it was like you know everything up to like the last ten minutes of the film. I was enjoying, and then it's all like you know, okay, so and so's gone now, and and you know, jump ahead. Was it six months or is it three Somewhere. years or whatever? Some yeah. some bullshit. Body, something's got to be done about your kids. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and so then it, and then but that was charming and fun. I mean, I'm not going to hate on Alita for doing that. No, I was just like, wow. There did it's there was no denouement. Basically, yeah. what yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was it was just it was just like you know you could clearly see she's been you know fighting battles for this unspecified you know, well, maybe it was specifically specified period of I time can't remember yeah it i mean didn't stick it, it, you blink and you miss it yeah and and then you see her holding up the sword and then flash to the other dude and it's like credits roll i'm like oh is that how we're gonna end this particular one so... did you scream that in the theater no i just i i just i remember looking oh, at my girlfriend that, going no, we're gonna so we're just does that just happen that yeah, did just happen he was so pissed he stood up and he's like that's it i'm out of here <laughs> And he stormed out. So we're just saying fuck all of the spoiler warnings now? All right, fine. Well, but it, <laughs> the movie's been out for a while now, and like, like I didn't week, give any specific stuff away. No, it's like been, four weeks. Yeah, it's been it's like been four weeks. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that's a, a proper warning. All right. Yeah. Fair but enough. Yeah, I mean, there were no I, specifics. Yeah, no specifics. Yeah. I didn't because I could have really gotten spoilery if I wanted to on that. Oh, yeah. That's, you told I could have last week. I know you could have. But you were cool. <laughs> so yeah I, he's I, on fire take note he's on fire today this is how you're on fire okay because that was funny i can't see that far well, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> you got nor cataracts going on there andy oh no, i'm so tired <laughs> can't keep my eyes open but yeah that that was that was my only issue with it okay but it it's uh the nice cg work yeah. uh fight choreography was fun it was interesting seeing how they did the the way that they remodeled the face of the actress because when you see pictures of her in the press junket stuff when she's she's talking about the character, she probably looks weird with normal yeah. eyes. Well, no, it's it's not just the eyes though. They changed like the shape of the face and everything so that it was almost a completely original look, just based on her face. So you know the, the modifications. Beyond just the eyes, because yeah. the big eyes is the the dead giveaway. Right. But uh, I'm 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 also interested to see what some people's opinions are on the the so-called whitewashing of the uh, the manga, because 
it's a Japanese manga, and the majority of the characters were looked like U.S. based characters. I haven't seen much of that in this film. No, it's, I mean it's, it, it, it's pretty diverse as far as like ethnic, okay. um, and yeah. of course it's Robert Rodriguez, so you definitely see a lot of uh, South American influence on it, a lot of Aztec and or Mayan um, influence on the okay the architecture and so forth, but. Uh, but yeah, not having read the original, or rather, not having seen the original manga stuff in a while, I don't remember exactly how the original Alita character looks. I'd have to look it up. And compared to fairly uh, typical manga look, really. Okay. It's really funny because it, the uh, I remember from the uh, the Ghost in the Shell thing, mm-hmm. the whitewashing thing really seems to be more about here sure because like in japan they hear you know one of well, something is being adapted and like scarlett johansson starring in it they get excited right because they don't they don't look at yeah race they look at, at it all. as wow there's a big yeah. star that they wants don't look to- at the race the same the the guy the ghost in the shell creator was mm-hmm. actually kind of put off that there was this big hue and cry and right. he was actually kind of annoyed that that became a focus and, sh- and so. Scarlett Johansson herself was like pretty excited about getting to do the role. Yeah. So yeah, you know the controversy <laughs> afterwards. She was just like, I just wanted to do something. Mm-hmm. So, you know. but th- and, and it's funny because I you you comment on controversies not surrounding Alita. Yeah. I've actually seen uh, shitbirds on YouTube who. And this is so weird, dude. You got to stop clicking on that shit. It's yeah, just gonna I know. Make you crazy. <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 At this point, in self-inflicted wounds. Yeah, yeah. they're not com- job anymore. Like, they're, they're they're comparing Alita <laughs> to Last Jedi. Oh my! And God. they're actually they're actually saying, "See, this is how you do a feminist empowered character, and it doesn't my, offend us." I keep hitting my knee with a hammer, and it still hurts. So it's <laughs> uh, it it's actually kind of interesting that you know, and actually no, uh, no, no, they were they were talking they were talking about Last Jedi. And you know, of course they Captain were. Marvel, which hasn't even come out yet, but they're still talking about that. <laughs> Put on f- watching that crap, dude. It's in his feed now, dude. The, the algorithm. It, he can't well, get they were no, no, they no, no, no. Stop, guys, guys. I was joking. They actually. No, I was no, no, joking. No, no, no. God damn it! They actually have an effect. Okay, it's not like they're a bunch of assholes shouting into the void. They're driving people off of social media. They're making people's lives hell. They're actually getting directors fired. And studios and stuff are wising up, but they still actually have some kind of impact. This whole fucking thing about Captain Marvel is ludicrous. It's ludicrous. And the movie hasn't come out yet, and these guys are already bitching and moaning because of something Brie Larson said in a press junket. So... It's like, I really, you know, I mean, yeah, I do get over-emotional about it, I will admit. But this is not an ignore it and it goes away. Of course not. It's the, true. The, in the Trump era, ignore it and it'll go away just doesn't apply anymore. Mm-hmm. So this shit, I think, really does need to be challenged. You're right. It's like an infection. If you ignore it, it festers, it grows. Yeah, and, and it's it like it, these guys, you know. And there's something artificial about it, cause, cause it is. It, it I still see people commenting it. Oh, the majority of the fans who you know actually hated Last Jedi, and it's like, 
No. The majority no. of the fans yeah. did not. And it, there, But there is this perception out there that people are working on. And the fact that people are ignoring it, I still meet people who actually, in, in some ways, thankfully, are like, oh, I, I, I actually never heard this controversy, mm-hmm. which in some ways is good. Yeah. But in other ways, it's like... It's it's in a bubble. It's in yeah. a weird bubble. Yeah, yeah. and but it, it it's in a bu- it's a bubble that has an effect, yeah. and that's that's the thing that bothers me. But I, I don't think it has as much an effect as they think it does. No, they don't. They do not. They they brag about their boycott of like Solo and stuff. Now they're talking shit about Captain Marvel. I hope it all fails. But everything is weird now for Captain, Captain Marvel. It it was tracking at like 150, 160 for opening weekend. Then the tracking dropped to like 100 million. Mm. Now it's climbing again. So it's like all over the place. Captain well, the Marvel's whole thing is insane. Fine. Yeah. In fact, the only Captain Marvel metric that I think is important to look at right now is the pre-sales of tickets. And the pre-sales of tickets is the highest of good. any Marvel movie so far. Good. So Very good. That Thank is, you, everybody. Yeah. That Please is, see it the opening weekend. Yeah. I would love for it to just smash records and make those fucks look stupid. Because nothing's better than idiots who call a boycott and then utterly fail. Right when they're when they're in the wrong. <laughs> sure. Kind of kind of like when it wouldn't work on me anyways because Brie Larson's hot and I'm like, damn. <laughs> I was it's gonna say it's looking hot, cool. Man. It's looking so fucking cool. That's the reason to see it because it's the next chapter in the Marvel yeah. TV show yeah. that's on the movie. Screen. I want to see what they're. I want to. Uh, Andy and I. I just I just randomly clicked on Netflix and uh, we ended up watching Infinity War. He was working, watching. I was just watching it. And I'm I'm jazzed to see the next installment. I'm ready for this. Let's do it. Well, when when the when the right nerds band together, we can do anything. I mean, I, one of the examples I was going to use um, to prove your point there, Kirsten, is the the counter protest against the Westboro Baptist Church yeah. at Comic Con. Yeah. About was it seven years ago? Oh, Jesus. Maybe it was eight. That shit um, was inspired. <laughs> it was so. If it wasn't for a good cause, I'd have said it was the most entertaining thing I'd ever seen because you had maybe five people from Westboro, at least when we got there, mm-hmm. holding their signs. And the creativity of the signs of the counter-protesters was just amazing. And the sheer number, there were at least two or 300 people mm. in that small area, and more people kept coming in and thank god and too. T- completely drove off those protesters like I, at one point they folded their signs and started walking away yeah well it, it the, the the key with westboro in particular also is don't get violent yeah because that's what they're looking for they're right. apparently funded through their lawsuits exactly they provoke people to violence and then they sue them it's a team of, of evil religious lawyers my god it's just it's amazing i still remember kevin smith talking about stumbling across a dogma protest yeah and they didn't know who he was so he joined the protest and yes. protested his own yeah. movie <laughs> yeah hilarious. And it's funny. captain marvel opens friday yep dun, oh, dun, dun, boy. i'm excited <clears throat> i got a marvel boner <laughs> I'm ready. I mean, yeah, Captain Marvel. I'm great. ready. So I'll uh, sell blood so I can see it so twice. This weekend, I'll, I'll be short so you can go on your tangent. Okay. <laughs> I was just gonna say what the geeky thing I did, man. Yeah. Uh, remember the can't. That's the, all I get. Remember the can't. I watched. Uh, I can't remember. Remember the can't. I can't remember. Okay. Uh, the Canton Barrow. Oh, okay. 
Um, I watched the uh, Expanse. I'm yes. up to almost done season two. Oh so wow! Season three on there. Wow. That took two days. <laughs> wow! It's a good show. Oh, yeah. It reminds me of Babylon Five, and I'm like, holy shit! Where is it? Oh, did you go to Tartuga? No, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime? Yeah, it's yeah. on Prime. Oh, they bought they, it. They, yeah, because sci-fi is a bunch of idiots. Yeah, I know. Well, they're yeah. like the new Fox or yeah. some fucking Basically, thing. Bezos liked the show, bought it, and said, we're sticking it on Amazon and continuing it on. Nice. God bless him. So yeah. I, I couldn't have Kirsten watching, you know, getting all the uh, uh, undead Asian uh, fun. So I, wa- I, I finished watching. Undead uh, Asian fun. Yeah. So I watched. Uh, Don't knock uh, it till you try Train to Passan. What? Train to Passan. It's a Korean zombie movie that's amazing. Takes place on a train. Yeah. Zombies on a train. Zombies on a train. And, and yeah, I've, I've, I haven't watched it yet myself, but I've heard every- Is there a black guy in there? Like, Get these motherfucking zombies off the goddamn train. No. Oh, <laughs> There's not. Actually, no. Sorry. It's, 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 sorry, it's America. So, goddamn Monday to Friday train. Right? <laughs> What's the name of this show? Train, train to Busan. Busan. Train to Busan. It's it's a guy trying to get his he he's taking his daughter to stay with his ex wife for the weekend or something, and uh, the zombie outbreak happens as the train is taking off. The, the little girl looks out the window and sees the zombie apocalypse starting. And, oh, and, fun. And, and one zombie gets on the train, and and that's all. Quickly, uh, quickly, chaos happens, and it's uh, and and it seems to happen pretty much in real time because I think it's like only an hour ride to the thing. But they stop, and there's a couple little side adventures, and yeah, it's it's brutal. It's it's oh really? It's it's one of those movies where I guess anybody can die. Yeah, oh, wow. it's, it's 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 solid. I'm very yeah. It's all intrigued. captions. So you got to read it. But oh, I, I'm fine reading. No, I'm done. I I, I do that with <laughs> most of the shows I watch anyway. Yeah. I watch most shows with captions. Oh, I, I do too, but yeah. But it's like a backup. Even YouTube, I watch with captions on. It's really funny, actually. Andy's account has the captions on, but I'll put on my account, and then I get captions anyway. And because I'm a lazy slug, I don't turn them off. Oh, okay. So now I watch everything with captions. So. It's the new hotness. <clears throat> I guess so. My only problem with the captions is sometimes there's like weird things in the captions like, you know the sound of drums in the distance. I'm like really? Okay. Yeah. There's, there's like little cues and stuff that are there giving you too much information on. I think sometimes. I stumbled across this thing on YouTube. It was I can't remember the channel, and I just stumbled across this, and it was like reading Reddit things, and it was like multilingual redditors. What is the most cringeworthy conversation you overheard where they didn't know you spoke their language? Nice. Oh, interesting. And and. But it was really funny because they put up the Reddit post and then the voice would read the Reddit post and it, the automated voice. And thing? sometimes, oh, no. sometimes it would, uh, it would, it its interpretation of what was up there was weird. Like the time uh, somebody was talking about SJWs and they said Society of Jesus Ws. <laughs> <laughs> or they kept referring. That's what it really means to. Yeah, they kept referring to ACK. ACK. It was AC, air conditioning. But they they would turn on the ACK, but only for an hour. It was it, and it was really. I can, I can do captions all day. I cannot do automated voice shit I, on YouTube. I turn it off immediately. I can't handle it. Oh, it's weird, and it's so funny because it's like. It's like, where is this coming from that they're 
doing this? The most enjoyable captions are, uh, and, and more recent examples, when Todd was watching one of his Warhammer Battle Reports. Is uh, No, it was a mini painting video, oh, okay. but the guy was British, and so there were several times... No, it was the uh, the resort, right? The the resort that's in England that was like his resort town. You don't remember what I'm talking about? It's a Warhammer resort? Uh, Please, no. tell me. It was, <laughs> Welcome to Rob Some town Warhammer in England Island. that was like a resort village that you know people oh, go Blackpool. to the weekend. Blackpool, thank yeah. you. Um, so, like, every time there's an interview, you could... You could pretty much figure out through context what the person was saying if you couldn't understand the exact word they used because of the different accents. But the, the, YouTube the, was having a the, time with yeah, it. Yeah, the the YouTube translation tracking for the subtitles wow, yeah, was they, just horrible. They get really. <laughs> it gets really confused. They get really. I pity. I pity deaf people because. <laughs> YouTube. Because I can't hear. They must be watching shit and just being <laughs> like, this is people. fucking crazy. <laughs> I don't understand these people at all. No. Uh, speaking of Warhammer, hey. Oh? <laughs> this is my time. My time down Hang here. Hang on. We got to get this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get this, the Warhammer. This is what people turn in, tune in for. Yeah. I, this week, I took possession of the army that I've been commissioned to paint. Uh, not only did I take possession of it, I was also paid in full prior to. Well, that's a mistake. <laughs> you know what? What the hell were they thinking? There, there is something to incentive. I, again, I'm painting what's called a Custodes Army. There's not a lot of po- there's all the figures cost a lot of points, so there's not a lot of miniatures in the army. Uh, but there's probably about seventeen to twenty things that I have to paint, including a, two large vehicles. The gentleman who hired me to paint said that he's going to give me some of his models that he doesn't want anymore in payment. And I thought, yeah, that's good. Barter system is back in in the United States. What's funny is I have Andy over there filming yes. this. But at, the same, but at the same time, I have Kirsten at the ice machine. So I hear something <laughs> drop and crash. Oh no no! It was Andy. He knocked over. I saw it. Yeah, that's yeah. that that's that was my fear, but that didn't happen. <laughs> oh no, it happened. He's just. It was K intercepting. Okay. No, no it was me knocking. No, he he knocked it over. <laughs> I know the sound of ice in a, in a glass. Are you, are you having a Groundhog Day moment? Did you like previously live this and know that he knocked something over and you're like, I'm having the weirdest deja vu. <laughs> what I'm saying, the dude has overpaid me. Yeah. He has given me easily. $500 worth of Warhammer miniatures, many of which are sealed in the box on the sprue. Yeah. So, on the sprue? On the sprue. The sprue is the plastic that holds model pieces together that you have to cut apart. How do you not know this, Andy? I didn't know it before. Why don't you Nobody use your microphone, you. Andy? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you tell him? God damn it. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know what Aura was last week. <laughs> sprue? Yeah, sprue. Yeah. Model sprue. He has given me <laughs> enough figures to increase my Death Guard army past its competition 2,000 points. Oh, man. And past my whole Necrons army. So I'll, I will have two full, fully fieldable armies because of this and a whole bunch of extra stuff. So, uh, Alex. And, and some sprue. Thank you. Yes. So much sprue. Dude. <laughs> Listen, you, whatever you do. You have to turn on the lights in the attic, otherwise the sprue will get you. Oh yeah, that's a Zork joke. So, but now I have to paint this this army and the uh, 
choice is made is this very antique gold, which looks fantastic, but takes about 10 paint coats of paint to achieve. So there's this is going to take a little while. Mm. But I'm excited, and he's excited. The world's excited because I get to play Warhammer without dropping $500 to do so. There or a castle. I don't know, dude. Maybe you're just undervaluing your skills. You think so? No. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> you're good. Uh, I feel like I need to make a correction here. Oh, um, shit. I said Captain no, Marvel was one of the outsold uh, pre-sale uh, other, other Marvel movies. I was wrong. Um, it's outsold Wonder Woman and is uh, right behind Infinity War and Black Panther. All right. So it's the third highest pre-sale for a Marvel film. But <clears throat> Go Carol the highest, The highest pre-sale for a female-led superhero movie. All right. All right. So it's going to do just fine. Gal Gadot is like, God damn it. You know <laughs> what else has outsold Jeff? What's that? What's outsold Jeff? Grit. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I think you devalue yourself, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> You're definitely worth $500 worth of Warhammer. Easily. Okay. Easily. So. And if anybody wants to trade me $500 worth of Warhammer for Jeff, <laughs> we'll talk. How much for the sprue? <laughs> The sprue, <laughs> the sprue gets thrown oh, in God. for free. Deja sprue all over <laughs> again. Great, but great. Um, don't touch the sprue. <laughs> <laughs> um, the taming of the sprue. Critical, <laughs> critical role. The turn of the sprue. Yeah. Um, critical role actually decided to see if there would be an interest in them doing an animated special. So ah. they they actually uh, put out the word. Um, that they were going to do a one-shot special of uh, one of their old campaign characters doing something. They would do the voices. They would do their characters. It would be animated. Why don't they get voice actors for that? Yeah, I know, right? Get some professionals. And um, they actually, uh, two months ago or so, they actually introduced an animated sequence for the new campaign I have a feeling they were prepping, they were testing the waters to see how things would be received. So they launched a Kickstarter today for 750 grand to see about doing that episode. And they hit a million in an hour. Wow. And uh, before the day was even done, it looks like they were approaching 4 million. It's a 45-day campaign, so it wow. looks like they may very well be on track to break the Misty 3K record for funding a television Oof. show. Wow. So that's like a full season's the, worth of. Yes. Why are they still going? Wow. They're not going to make more movies. <laughs> <laughs> I read that some asshole made that critique on uh, on social media, and I read that to Andy at one point. It was just like, "Well, if you hit your goal, why are you still collecting it?" <laughs> Derp a derp a derp a derp. So now I don't know how Kickstarter <laughs> yeah, works. It's like, it's like you hit your goal, but you don't want to take the money that people want to keep yeah. handing you. Well, that's yeah. just yeah. Now they're now they're like okay, we gotta. They're they're stunned, you know. Like God, oh, now we gotta do a whole season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's sort of like holy crap, uh, you know. And so they're they're coming up with stretch goals and everything. Check it out because they are professional voice actors, but they also have been in the business long enough. They're doing a lot of producing of their own stuff. They actually have spun off Critical Role as a channel from Geek and Sundry. Oh, I so didn't know that. They're now on. They got their own Twitch channel. They're doing their own posts on uh, YouTube and stuff, and they know what they're doing. 
So take a look at that Kickstarter if you want to, you know, if you've got the cash to jump in on it, because I think it, uh, I think it's going to be cool. They're shooting for fall of 2020 for whatever premiere they're going to do. I don't know if they're going to, you know, a series of one shots or actually just do a season or what, but they're actually, they, I missed it. They did a Twitch Q&A earlier today to talk to people, see what they want, because they're like, oh, shit, you know, we got to we, 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 we gotta figure things out. So, so nice. congratulations, Critical Role. Way to go, guys. Yeah. That's amazing. And yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. So that ought to be cool. So that happened, Jeff. I like nice. it. Nice. I like it a lot. Uh, the Geek Shock Book Club. The book has been decided by the poll. The book is Fury from the Tomb. You decided this? By S.A. Sidor. What? What the fuck are you talking Tangent about? boy. What? 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 You said t- the poll decided. God damn it. God. <laughs> God damn it. See, he was being funny. He was being great. He thought he was being funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's being the humor. Oh. <laughs> the pillow has returned. Yeah. Andy's being the humor. I, I think Andy's smothering himself with the pillow at this point. He's oh. smothering the announcement. I know that one. <laughs> I want a pillow so bad. Thank God you didn't. You weren't talking about somebody dying or something. No, I learned my lesson. <laughs> Fury from the tomb. S. A. Sidor. It is a Indiana Jones-esque adventure with the supernatural bent and H.P. Lovecraft undertones. So uh, we'll start talking about that on the 8th if you are finished. If not, join us whenever you are once you have completed it. And it, that makes us... We gotta get some news. We've been talking. We've been talking a lot. We can just skip it. We can geek? You know what? No. News you don't give a shit about! Ow. Oh, wow. You okay there, old man? I told you. I'm, I got the cold. Oh, my God. My high range. I got I got There you, you go. Don't give a there shit you go. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Barry White oh, yeah. in there. Yeah. Get the lady slippery. Get the boys hard. Go for it, man. Give this you looks the, good. Get Jake Sorry, slippery. Sorry, I read the back of Fury. Thank you. I Fury just had it clean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fury of the Tomb. I was just reading it. You had a copy here. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah, I one of the last books that I read because the cover just screamed at me. Yeah, this is an Indiana Jones style adventure. You might want to read this. Yeah, really, it's cool. Real pulpy. That's right. That's right. Paper has to be pulpy. So what do we not care about? Yeah, Todd. Mattel and MGM have partnered to develop a live action motion picture based on Mattel's classic toy line, Viewmaster. What? Jeez. Oh, Mattel Films and MGM's <laughs> will co-produce the film. Mattel's head of film, Robbie Brenner, and MGM's co-president of productions, Cassidy Lang, will oversee production. Quote, Since the 1940s, Viewmaster has inspired wonder and joy in children of all ages, creating huge opportunities for storytelling, said Brenner in a statement. MGM Pictures has tremendous expertise and a proven track record in capturing audiences' imagination through film. And we're proud to be partnering with them to bring another Mattel franchise to theaters added Brenner. This marks another important milestone as we transform Mattel into an IP-driven, high-performing toy company. Viewmaster was the first device that allowed families all over the world to escape their reality and take them places they never thought they could go. So we're going to ignore the stereopticon that came out, you know, like 
60 years before these things? Yes, yes, okay. we are. Yes, we All are. right, fine. We couldn't be more excited to partner with Mattel to create a family adventure integrating old-school turn-and-click stereotypic device with the modern world of virtual reality. Did they unquote. say stereotypic device? That can't stereo, be right. Stereotyp, yeah. Stereo, really? Yeah. That's That, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Ap- it doesn't appear a writer or director is attached yet to the project. So until then, we'll have to wait and see how MGM and Mattel turn this toy into a story. A a click viewer that you hold up to your eyes. They didn't even use that in the tick. Uh, in the tick. Live, the tick live action. Oh. The tick. Yeah. What you just do a a a, a they live rip off. Oh. I you have to use the view viewmaster to see the uh, monsters amongst yeah. you, right? Maybe maybe you got to put in a special disc for particular t- factions or something. Maybe maybe one set is actually good, one set's bad, and you got to you know figure out who's who by clicking through. I figured they just use it kind of like as a teleporter thing. You you, you put your thing in, then you click the thing, and then you go into yeah, whatever you're looking in. That's cool. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> I like both those ideas. I don't think Mattel's going for your idea, but I like. I think that your idea might be bright and fun. Hmm. I can tell you right now, they're not going to go for his idea either. Why? You don't think so? No. No. What do you think they're going to do? I no. No, oh, you got nothing. <laughs> I, got no, I got nothing. But <laughs> shooting down shit. Yeah. But I know they're not going to go for either one of those. It'd be something stupid. Watch. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. The new mutants have been going through some rough times. Aww. It was reported the studio wanted to reshoot a big chunk of the film to make it scarier due to the success of Stephen King's It. Since then, the film's release date has been pushed back, and there are rumors that it could even pop up on Hulu. In regard to the reshoots that were supposed to happen, The Hollywood Reporter is reporting that those reshoots have not happened yet. And as of right now, no reshoots have been planned or scheduled. Well, yeah, the kids went through puberty, right? I'm sorry. Andy? 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 The new mutants. They went through puberty. Yeah. The actors. So they got a recast oh, for the reshoot. from. So. No? <laughs> Josh. Really? No, Matt, I... Matt, you're the K champion tonight. Yeah. You sure? Yeah, really. <laughs> no, I, it's am fine. I, it's am just... I on fire? Yeah. No? <laughs> you're, you're a smoldering pile of ashes <laughs> at this point. Josh Boone. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's, you know, that's hard from the king. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King of comedy over there. Look at him. Oh. <laughs> you see, man, he's Polish. I'm sorry? The pole. Oh, you're going back to that joke, not something you just said. Okay. No. Okay, gotcha. You're explaining the joke he's also, yeah. 15 so, minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so king of telling, callbacks. Yeah, yeah, the king of callbacks. <laughs> MJJ, king of callbacks. <laughs> 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 okay, that was good. You did your one. Yeah, that's your one for tonight. There's man. a joke for everyone who's been in town for 20 years <laughs> in and, Vegas, and Andy'll find it. <laughs> Josh Boone is still attached as the director, but no reason is given as to why the studio is dragging its feet. The report also goes on to suggest that the film could possibly end up on Disney Plus after the Disney and Fox deal closes. As of right now, the new Mutants is supposed to be released on August 2nd. But yes. if no work is being done on it, and there are no plans to do any work on it, chances of it making the release state is pretty slim. Wow. 
Uh, movie stars Anya Taylor Joy as Magic, Charlie Heaton as Cannonball, Maisie Williams as uh, Wolfsbane, Henry Zaga as Sunspot, and Blue Hunt as Fallen Mirage. Fallen Mirage? That's what it says. That's hmm. weird. Um, what was the name that sounded like me in the middle of that? I'm sorry? What name? Did you not like hear you? Anya Taylor too? No. God, I need to sleep. Anya no. Taylor Joy. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> so you that's didn't. Andy's stage name. Yeah, <laughs> it's my porn name. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, Anya Taylor Moore. That's oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> when you were uh, the the thing with uh, Charlie in the box, uh, Theron in oh, um, Cyclopean Cyclops yeah. Road. Road. <laughs> that's your. That's that porn movie. Oh, the, that's the porn version. Yeah, of, well, yeah. Of there's, that? there's this one-eyed cyclops. God, you're ruining it for and me. And uh, <laughs> there's this road. You're hurting me. Please, and, please stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Anya Taylor, you know, so he's one-eyed Anya. cyclops. Right? Yeah, <laughs> he actually says, "Don't worry, I'm on it." Boom. Oh God. And and then and Charlie Theron. Goes, oh no, the one-eyed is, is like it's my new catchphrase. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm on it. Don't <laughs> shit about. You just pillowed it. See, it was going good there. Celestia, do a do a sketch of a pillow <laughs> on a, somebody's face and have the pillow with the the caption saying "Don't worry, I'm on it." <laughs> and then put Andy's face on the pillow, and then yeah. I hate it when non-artists try and talk to explain what an editorial cartoon is going to look like. <laughs> They just don't give a shit about Smart Mouth Brewing in Norfolk, Virginia, have created a Lucky Charms-themed beer called Saturday Morning, and it's a limited-release IPA that is brewed with dehydrated marshmallows for that classic Lucky Charms flavor. Saturday Morning is... You know, I kind of care about this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. Yeah. I'm in. Six point, here you go. Here's the, here's the description. 6.6 ABV IPA. Brewed with in-house toasted marshmallows and bulk dehydrated marshmallow bits. It's been hopped and dry hopped with Galaxy and Calypso hops. The nose is sweet and citrus with orange and pear aromas. It has a soft pillowy body, like myself, with a slight (laughs) cereal taste. You know, we're kind of all in on this. Smart Mouth Brewing. Yeah, the Saturday morning IPA will be be available in both can and draft form on March 2nd. Oh, look at that. It's already there. Oh, it's already over. Yeah. With, right? <laughs> Limited edition. Oh, we had it. Add to the Smart Mouth Tap Room. Oh, son of a bitch. Draft and can release on Saturday, March 2nd at Norfolk location only. Later in March, though, draft and cans will be available throughout the state of Virginia only. Oh, okay. Good for you, wah, fucking wah. state of Virginia. Fuck you. We got right. we got monkeys in Virginia. They My sister lives you, in Virginia. There so. you go. Buy a case and send it over. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm on board with I'm this monkey board thing. I'm, I'm really board excited now. Yeah. 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 You, getting Anybody on board with the monkeys gets comes, a splash uh, out. <laughs> <laughs> so getting on board with the monkeys gets you a case of beer. All right. I'm in on this. <laughs> and hey, editorial, comment on cartoons. I gave John Bean Hastings some great yes, Chewbacca did. ideas. Yes, you did. I'm disappointed he didn't say that he'd do any of those. Friend of the podcast, John Bean Hastings, and Chalk Monkey, uh, is uh, applying for a job at uh, Lucas Films. Lucas Films, right? Yeah. 
uh, as uh, the description of the job is uh, Star Wars Bob Ross. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Hell of a thing. So yeah. he'd be, so, I, I'd be, they'd videotape him teaching kids how to draw Star Wars shit. I love it. Yeah, I love it perp- so much. He's a perfect man for the job. I really hope he gets it. Me too. Good luck. Yeah. So, so in yeah. celebration of that, news you don't give a shit about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Anthem. BioWare's online multiplayer game has oh, had, a, God. had a rough launch. I thought it was Ayn Rand. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm going to tell you right now, it's never Ayn Rand. <laughs> just, just laying it out there. If you're it, excited that maybe, that hey, this could be the moment. Po- no, nope, this isn't the moment because it's never that moment. It is in Bioshock. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> oh. But Anthem has uh, had a rough launch and a bad bug is causing concern to console owners. On Reddit, people have been reporting the game's tendency to shut down consoles completely. Whoa! As if someone pulled the plug rather than crashing to the main menu, making some scared that it could brick their console. The complaints were swept up into one mega thread on Reddit a couple days ago, and people aren't just angry at Anthem causing their consoles to shut down. They're also scared that it could have lasting effects. On the PS4, the error players are getting have been specified and others on xbox one x and s state how their consoles have also been having frame rate issues connection issues as well as crashing randomly uh, this issue isn't just restricted to consoles either one of game radar's writers had to buy a new power supply after anthem caused his pc to crash causing it to enter into a never-ending power cycle uh, Brad Shoemaker from Giant Bomb explained how the same issue had been happening to him, <laughs> and some users are also uh, using the serious problem to request refunds. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, fuck you, EA. The official EA Help Support account on Twitter has issued a statement acknowledging these issues and asking players who encountered it to submit crash reports when prompted. Hopefully, EA and BioWare can resolve this issue soon to prevent any console killing errors i've never had a game shut down my console before i don't think anybody else has before this that's nuts that is pretty crazy i bet you it's russians russian coders no you see this is their way of shoehorning in loot boxes they'll be like here's a fix (laughs) but comes the microtransaction. <laughs> Can't even say it with a straight face. The bu- the, the, Are you oh trying to say it's like God. ransomware? It's like, it's no, like oh if God. you want to restart your console. The bug fix comes as a possible win in a loot box so uh, you can win all these items shit. or possibly fix your game. I like it. And they'll probably do that <laughs> because it's yay. Weekend Geek! Yay! Not tired enough. <laughs> Live, die, repeat. Yes. The film formerly known as Edge, Edge of, of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, so easy. Edge of Tomorrow. Why is that, that was stereo. That was pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> nailed it. Not even planned. It was planned. You've been living together too long. Wait, yeah, it's like you have you no two. idea. <laughs> 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 Their cycles are synced. <laughs> it's true. They start, they start finishing each other's sentences? I'm spotting now, Jeff. Are you spotting? Uh, oh, yeah. my <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, I'm the third wheel here. You got couple, couple. <laughs> no, we were kissing earlier. We know oh, where right. this is going. Yeah, okay. You're going to be my new roommate, Matt. Yeah. Oh, Jeff okay. and Todd, they have an understanding. So. It's an open roommate ship. <laughs> uh, they have uh, the edge of tomorrow. Live that repeat. <laughs> to back it up a little bit. Oh, yeah, there's a story. Yeah. Has a new writer for its sequel. 
Warner Brothers has been toying with a sequel to the Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt film, which is adapted from Hiroshi Kurosaka's novel, All You Need Is Kill, but only recently started pursuing the sequel again in earnest due to writer Matthew Robinson. Robinson recently wrote Monster Trucks and apparently had such a good pitch for a sequel that WB hired him to write the script. The plan remains to bring back director Doug Lyman, Cruz, and Blunt. Uh, while Joe Shrapnel and Anna Waterhouse had been working on a sequel, it hadn't been up to snuff for the stars or director, which is why this new take on the property has reignited interest in the franchise. Damn, I love that movie. Yeah, it such, really is a good movie. Such an enjoyable yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. And not just because my dad said, you know, you get to watch Tom Cruise die over and over and over again. <laughs> There's something for everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah really. And on top of that, I really liked the movie. Yeah, it's, that was that was one of those movies too that like it really took off with word of mouth because the advertising and everything just people were just like oh, I don't know about this like no 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 definitely go see it it's really good it suffers from bad titleitis yeah yeah Edge of Tomorrow is a horrible title for any yeah. movie right because it could be anything it's a goddamn cipher it's it's, yeah. it's a soap opera they should have stuck with all you need is kill <laughs> yeah which is really funny and live die yep. repeat yeah it kind of says what it is but it's still a goddamn awful title right that appeals to no one so yeah but, just call it you, all you need is kill. and you know what i really like the movie mm. it's a good movie it's a good movie it's a great movie what did you do i really like the movie it's a good movie <laughs> what did you do it's a good movie. I'm letting Matt solve the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we lost some people. What? Um, <laughs> no, that's just me. I fell asleep for a minute. Yeah. Uh, Luke Perry has died at the age of 52. TV actor recently suffered a stroke and did not recover. Uh, Perry got his start as teen bad boy Dylan McKay on 90210 while playing the character for 10 seasons while dabbling in other projects that included TV genre voice acting, like in Mortal Kombat, Defenders of the Realm, and the Incredible Hulk cartoons, before recently resurging to pop culture prominence in as Archie's father, Fred Andrews, on CW's Riverdale. I didn't realize he was in that. Indeed. Perry's other credits include shows like Jeremiah, Oz, and Clone High, as well as films like The Fifth Element and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Perry's final film role will be act... Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a movie before the TV. No, no, it was, yeah. it, was, it, was uh, it was the no, no, it was the uh, no, the fi- the uh, Fifth Element. I was like, what? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's the beginning. I'm sorry. Yes, Just the way that Andy's brain processes information slowly, it seemed like he was responding to the Buffy and, thing, and a little slower today. Yes, mm. due, due to this. So I tired. can hardly wait till the joke he says in five minutes. It's gonna be. <laughs> Is it gonna be the data moment from Generations? Like, oh, the Farpoint mission seven years ago. I finally got it. <laughs> He's yeah. spotting. <laughs> and he's spotting, too. <laughs> but it's in my eyes. Perry's final role will be actor Wayne Maudner in Quentin Tarantino's upcoming movie about Charles Manson, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which oh. will hit theaters on July 26th. Wow. Also, mm-hmm. Catherine Hellmond passed away at the mm. age of 89. Hellman's career stretches across seven decades. She became a staple of 70s and 80s sitcoms on shows like Soap and Who's the Boss and appeared in series like The Bionic Woman, The Six Billion Dollar Man, and Batman, the animated series, where she voiced the character of Connie Stromwell. 
One of her most memorable contributions to genre was when she portrayed the wealthy, status-hungry socialite Miss Ida Lowry in Terry Gilliam's Brazil. The scene in question involves some routine cosmetic surgery for Ida, which includes the plastician stretching and stuffing her skin behind her head in an effort to make her look half as young. In more recent years, Hellman appeared in HBO's True Blood, provided the voice of Lizzie in all three Cars movies, and was the Mint Hotel desk clerk in another Gilliam classic, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. She was also the uh, ogre's wife in Time Bandits. Yes, she was. Yeah. I Gilliam yeah. favorite that one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That what a what a study in comic timing. Yeah. I I learned so much about comedy from soap. Oh yeah. Richard Mulligan, Billy Crystal, Catherine Hellman. It it just was amazing. It's just amazing. And she was she was incredible and Robert Guillaume and right. she was incredible especially like her interactions with Robert Guillaume it, it, it was it was amazing she's just a, God bless her yeah yeah she had a great talent for appearing both really on top of things and really out of it oh at the it, same time it was stunning yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I mean that when when you got uh, and I, I I don't know if it was a deliberate choice I suspect so I mean who's the boss her character was actually really on top of it. She, you know, Mona. Her, yeah, yeah. She, she had her shit together and stuff. So that was quite the contrast to uh, soap <laughs> character. Oh, freaking! Who's the boss? <laughs> you know, just I, having I, a moment. Angela, Samantha, I, I honestly, Mona. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Who's the Boss. That's okay. Yeah, you're, you're no, really I'm not missing not, much. That didn't hurt me, except, except that, except for this. I mean, it sounds like she'd be fun on that. But yeah, not she, enough for me to get by Tony Danza. Yeah, no, she was. Uh, she, <laughs> you mean Tony Danza? She was a reason to watch it. So, but yeah, you know, it just go to soap. Soap, just amazing. yeah, just amazing. Yeah, she's much better at that one. Marvel announced a new partnership with digital publishing platform Serial Box, which produces stories in simultaneous ebook and audiobook formats for serialized release to craft four new tales. Based on Marvel heroes Thor, Black Widow, Black Panther, and Jessica Jones. The serial box model is similar to the production of a television series with a showrunner and a team of writers working on each book to develop a story bible and write installments of the overall story. The idea being that content will then be produced five times faster than a traditional book. Is that a graphic novel or is it a no actual? Pros. Pros, okay. Weekly installments are created to the last of the link of an average commute, and readers can switch between reading the story and listening to it at the push of a button without losing their place. It's a publishing model that has both that takes both advantage of the speed of digital releasing and adapts to a world in which people are sometimes moving too fast to sit down with a book. The line of serialized Marvel novels will be shepherded by showrunner Alex DeCampi, who uh, is did a Dread Final Judgment and Archie versus Predator. Fun. <laughs> Archie versus Predator? The same thing you yeah. said last time this was yeah. mentioned. No, that one was the Archie meets the versus Punisher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're right. That's, yeah. <laughs> you got to read some goddamn modern Archie. I just... <laughs> Archie versus... I, I just... Jughead. I mean, the Archie <laughs> versus Punisher, okay, I could kind of see that one, but Archie versus Predator, really? Yeah, that's jo- that's going too too far out. Oh, that's there. too far. Oh, yeah, that's, that's too good. far out there. You're joking about Jughead getting killed, but that's what happens in uh, uh, 
afterlife with Archie. Jughead yeah. is dead in the first page. Beca- and becomes like a master zombie. If yes, I he does. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's such a, that's a fun series. Yeah. That's a good read that one. Have you ever seen one of Alex Ross's Archie paintings? No. Whoa, really? <sighs> well, whoa, Oof. in what way? I think he I think he he did some Riverdale, but I swear to God, I think I saw him do some classic Archie style, which was just which makes them look horrific oh yeah i think kind of like when they did God. the simpsons either that or i had a nightmare i'm sorry like when they did simpsons <laughs> as what yeah they, they'd yeah, be yeah, as yeah. people look as people right yeah andy's on it i'm looking andy's on it yay great radio <laughs> <laughs> dead air dead air dead air oh. so alice campy is the showrunner and will be begin rolling out this summer with the thor book arriving first Mandy, the film, co-writer Aaron Stewart on and will lead the writing team for the Thor novel, which includes Brian Keane, uh, Yoon Ha Lee from uh, Machineries of Empire, and Jay Eden, best known for the Jay and Miles Explain the X-Men podcast. Oh, excellent. So, yeah, Jay will be working with Brian Keane writing Thor for Serial Box. All right. Wow. Now, I know that Serial Box has... Uh, I think it started last year, and Keen was one of the first showrunners yeah, uh, for a horror series that's on that series. So this has been in place for a while. Wow. I haven't experienced it yet, but now I'm even more tempted to get on board. Because, of course, Brian Keen, but also Jay. And let's face it, this is the comic book version of reading novels. Sure. Yeah. Wow. wow. I can buy all five issues of Archie versus Predator for $5. Go for it. Do it. It's Do steal. it. Do it. I think you may have dreamed this, uh, Alex Roth Archie, but you should text him and find out. Oh, wait. There it is. Yeah. You found it? <laughs> Alex that Ross Archie. <laughs> that was perfect. It, actually, it. it's oh, really it funny. <laughs> the the Betty and Veronica are the ones that look really weird. So, But, uh, yeah, look it up, folks. Uh, but Al- don't have me look it up. I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, because Archie looks kind of fine, but I mean, yeah. They the yeah. oh, Archie looks fine. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> looks, but looks Betty and Veronica fine. look. Uh, <laughs> uh, they kind kind they, of a, a bit manic. Yeah, uh, extended uh, possessed possibly. Yeah, because yeah. everything's Archie. Did you buy it? Come on. Five dollars. Five dollars, Jeff. Five dollars. Five You were going to buy a thousand dollars Optimus Prime. It's downloading <laughs> right now. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to. That's that's going to be it for the next year. Come on, Jeff. You were going to get a thousand dollar Optimus Prime. There's a comic book here called Red Sonia Vampirella, Betty and Veronica. Yeah, you're missing out, man. I tell you, art, things are happening in the Archieverse. Yeah. Mashups. So Mashups, John Bean Hastings. So much better than that Kristen company had him for a couple years. Yes. Yes, it is. Everything is. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's better with Christian. In honor of the upcoming live-action Shazam film, DC University, Shazam. the streaming service, will stream the short-lived <laughs> television series, also based on The Hero, which ran from 1974 in 1976 for a total of three seasons. The show featured Michael Gray as Billy Batson, who traveled the country in an RV with mentor Les Tremaine. You mean TV's Michael Gray? <laughs> yeah. That's one. Traveling around the country in a minivan with an old man. <laughs> Looking for wrongs he could right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Jackson Bostwick originally That's played Shazam. <laughs> 
Mr. Wizard. Bostwick. That Jackson sounds, Bostwick. That sounds yeah. like a, yeah. yeah. Not he's Barry a, Bostwick. He, he's a brother or something, isn't he? Because he looks a lot like him. No, he's a white guy. Before he was replaced <laughs> by John Davy, directed by David F. Sandberg, the Shazam movie opens in theaters April 5th. Shazam! Did you, did you see the, uh, you must have seen the Archer episode with him? I haven't watched Archer. Oh, God. There's an episode of Archer where they, it's basically... Uh, Shazam? With Michael Gray. Um, oh, we're back to... Okay. Yeah. There's a... Um, He's processing... I, I, had, yeah. to, I had to back it's my It's coming back slower. You. Okay. Um, yeah. He's It's, it's basically <laughs> Fantastic Voyage. are going to be shrunk down inside a... a Inside of inside of, and go to you know it's basically Fantastic Voyage. Again, he shrunk down and put inside a scientist's head to clear off a brain tumor. Oh, okay. And and Michael Gray turns out like us in a um, leotard with body parts on it, trying to point out where it is. And he's like, "It's TV's Michael Gray," and he's playing TV's Michael Gray, and he's he's a, you know, a twisted version of TV's Michael Gray. I assume it's funny as hell. And that's where TV's Michael Gray comes from. Yeah, TV's Michael Gray. Funcom is partnering with Legendary to create an open-world multiplayer game based on the first Dune novel. Hmm. The indie developer behind an open-world Conan the Barbarian game... You know what? I would play this. ...announced the news on its website, explaining that it will release at least three Dune-based games over six years. I can spam chat. The spice must flow. The spice must flow, and then you go, shut the fuck up. You and everyone you. else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, that's the whole game. Everyone the just spice must flow. Spice must flow. It's, it's the a pumpkin it's a, spice, it's a, spice must flow. flow. It's a the mud. Spice and then flow. Jeff joins him, says the pumpkin spice must flow. Oh. And then we all gang up on him. <laughs> At the void. So you think. <laughs> At the void. <laughs> well, you know, the, the great sandworm comes out of the void, right? It sure does. <laughs> It and then sure goes back does. into the void. <laughs> no one poops back and forth <laughs> forever. <laughs> Are you confused? Don't be. The first game, the open world one, will enter into pre-production this year. So we're getting the Dune open world multiplayer game. Someday. Someday. <laughs> I mean, what, the movie comes out in, what, 2021? Or 2020, I think. An MMO takes what? They said five years to make, seven years to make, something yeah. like that? So it can't okay. be. So, so I doubt it'll be based on the movie. I'm, I'm, they're very specific while, in yeah. saying it's based on the book. Well, they can get it out by the time the movie is ready and just patch it. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Triple A developer Kirsten over here. Yeah. He knows. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Hire me, folks. Yeah. 80s? Get them promoted this thing. Okay. Your PR perm. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's like, I'm gonna give this joke all it deserves, <laughs> <laughs> and I did. <laughs> Shutter has acquired Critters, a new binge, an eight-episode short-form series created by Blue Ribbon Content, a Warner Brothers Television-owned studio dedicated to digital content. The show will pick up right where the four-part movie franchise left off. Oh, we all follow that closely. As the carnivorous alien creatures known as the Krites return to Earth on a secret mission and cause trouble for a whole new cast of befuddled and terrified humans. This series will premiere Thursday, March 21st on Shudder. The Critters franchise, a cult favorite, began in 1986 with the original Critters, followed by Critters 2, the main course, in 88, Critters 3 in 91, and Critters 4 in 92. The new short form series has been in development since 2014. Huh. Hmm. 
And <laughs> there's also talk of a sci-fi getting a new Critters movie. So there's a Critters renaissance. There a Critterverse yeah. being built? Well, that's cool. Uh, the, the Critterverse has already been built. Mm. It's just a matter of building but on top of it. Is there a shared universe? I don't think they are shared with anything. I think they're their own thing. I mean, it wouldn't be hard. Yeah. Like Critters versus the Predator? Yeah, you could add Critters, critters to anything. Okay. It would work. Critters versus Cabbage Patch Kids. It'll work. Critters versus the Archies. Like, there's the Predator there, like, switching through visions, looking for, like, the alien, and then there's a the little Critter. Like, yeah, man. It, it's okay. it's like Orcs in 40K. It's a swarm army. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Pred- you can Predator all you want, but you, you get swarmed by 50 Critters. Okay. You're done. There's only so many shots. Aliens yeah. versus Critters. I'm on board. That's My God, am I, I on board. I am so on board. I want critters in Star... Put critters in everything. Star Wars, Star Back Trek. to the Future, Star yeah. Trek, yes. Ernest visits the critters. Please. <laughs> Please. Ernest visits. Weekend at Critters. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, those old Ernest movies. Oh. Critical role. Critters at Critical role. Their fans. Like their, yeah. their friends are called critters. <clears throat> are they? They name their fans critters. That's good. So, yeah. That's good. Critters at Tiffany's. I'd watch that. I'd watch it. Oh, critters! You're here. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Wow. Oh no. <laughs> I'm feeling old school geek shock. Right oh now. my god! It just. Well, he's in the right chair, <laughs> probably, so you know. <laughs> It's not much of a stretch. It's like a parasite, that chair. Like. <laughs> yeah. It's like this one draws you into borderline appropriate jokes, and this chair doesn't last very long. <laughs> what are you saying, Jeff? I, I, I'm I saying you've, ra- you've lasted the longest in this chair, he's Matt. A, he's oh, the reigning okay. champion of the death chair. Oh, okay. Wow, yeah. You know, that chair would have had a perfect record. If Andy hadn't uh, stepped out the door and caught you as you were collapsing in the <laughs> oh, parking lot, <laughs> wow! So wow, that's the that's the tie together. That's that's some gallows humor right there. <laughs> I, I, I think under Nevada law, you two are married. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Universe. Andy saved my life tonight. <laughs> sugar bear. Critters versus sugar bear. Sure, sugar bear. Yeah. Critters, Critters on versus sugar. Care Bears. Wasn't Sugar, <laughs> wasn't sugar Bear's voice essentially uh, Bing Crosby? What he's saying, it kind of had that Crosbyness about yeah. it. Yeah. Can't get enough. I just realized that. Crisp. I just freaking realized that. Super Sugar Crisp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now it's Honey Crisp. Super Honey Crisp. Super Golden Crisp. Yeah. They, 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 I don't know. I walked on at Zero Hour and now it's like, what the hell's well, going dude, on? Dude, it's so funny because they remove sugar from everything. I think. The name sugar, yeah, yeah. Sugar sugars, pops, is sugar smacks, corn. yeah, yeah. Honey now smacks. S- now it's honey smacks. Yeah. yeah. Me- so meanwhile, there's, only there's one cereal that matters: cinnamon toast crunch. Come on, what? Get out of here! Cinnamon, cinnamon toast, toast crunch. crunch. And it's you, and okay. You eat it dry. You don't even need milk. It's, it's beautiful. okay. Just pop Go- it in golden there. grams is better than cinnamon toast. No crunch. way. Those, Those golden grams. No way. Those yeah. golden grams. No, 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 no. You, you're missing the H. It's not, oh, those golden grams. It's, oh, those golden grams. Crispy golden grams. You have to throw that H in there. You're wow. not getting the jingle right. He's a rough director. Yeah, I'm I telling am. you. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I ter- For less money. I take time. direction from one person. Your cock. I'm willing. <laughs> <laughs> you hesitated too long, Andy. As I lost the line because I'm tired. <laughs> what the hell is the line? What is what is what is what is Orson Welles say? 
I don't know. I'll have to ask he him. He says, give me another bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to go with the Will Shatner. Don't tell me how to pronounce things. <laughs> right. Sabotage. Sickens me. <laughs> sabotage. 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 It doesn't matter. So we can act against the sabotage. What other jingles you know? <laughs> What other jingles you know? Write to us right, right. at uglycouchshow.com. Yodololole. Hee hoo. Swiss Miss Instant Chocolate. Little yeah. Old Lady Who? Yeah. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho. Little Old Lady Ho. Oh, she's old. <laughs> Jolly oh. Green Giant and Swiss Miss, man. There you go. That wasn't going to last very long. I no. take directions from one person under protest. Okay, you that had was... to look that up. I did because I couldn't remember what it was. I'm tired. I'm Who's so tired. under protest? Right. Yeah. What? And that's a weird name. <laughs> what? I right? know. Like a pseudonym? Is that like Alan Smithy? Yes. That's it's... directed by under protest. Is that one of those Czechoslovakian names? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they fled the Nazis. It's, it's, it's a he's, he's mispronouncing name. it. It's unter protest. Ah! ah! Thank you, Jeff. And until next week, I'm Master Torgo. It is Jeff. Yeah. Commander so, K. So so tired. Fact check Dandy. Maple Leaf Matt. We'll talk to you next week in Geek. Mm, those golden grams. Yep. I always like Cinnamon Life. Cinnamon Life. Yeah. Wait, that that was the one where they had like a little piece of it inside and the corners was like the normal life? Or did they actually have it dusted? It was brown. Okay. Cinnamon Toast it was Crunch. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was baked into it. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I put it like equal to Cookie Crisp. You know, no, be, I mean, cinnamon, show, cinnamon Toast Crunch, no. <laughs> it's okay. It's My, okay. It, the, 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 the Jean Lafitte, remember mm, Captain Crunch? Jean yes. Lafitte, he had the cinnamon, cinnamons. I saw the cover in your cereal book. Mm. Ah, yes. Now, I, I looked it up because I was looking for the Cinnamon Crunch. I had something the same since Quisp when Quick got left the aisle. Quisp and Quake were great. They were a ba- basic corn cereal. They weren't great. They were sugary corn cereal. They were corn, corn pops. Remember corn pops? Yeah, I remember corn pops. Yeah. They stick in your teeth. They do. My yeah. God. Cocoa I miss pops. the frosted wheat. Like not the mini frosted wheat. You mean the, the big ones? Like the, the big long. Them, you, yeah, the yeah. big long ones. They yeah. had to shred yourself. And I never shredded them. Just put them in the bowl, poured the milk over the top, and then it softened enough. Yeah. You put Speaking the spoon of right through. Shredding it. Captain Crunch. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Jesus! I Was love that made that. of like fiberglass and shards. It's amazing, isn't it? Just tears up your hard palate. <laughs> so, what is the cereal you miss? Because uh, I don't eat cereal much anymore. Frosted all flakes, of it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frosted flakes is my go-to. Yeah, pretty much everything because I don't eat cereal all, yeah. at all. Well, that's yeah. your own damn faults. I know. Oh, you could fix burn. that today. I'd rather have like bacon and eggs. As cereal mm. with milk on it? That's no. weird. Wow. That's weird, no. man. That's, no. that's crazy. As, weird, as breakfast. Is that Canadian thing? No. Oh. Canadian bacon? Yeah, uh, I've heard of that. Uh, with they milk just call it, it what bacon. What are you doing, Matt? Wow. What the hell? <laughs> they just call it bacon, though. And the oops, milk comes all from bags, berries. Right? I love oops, all berries. Really? Uh, Have you actually eaten oops, all berries? Yeah. Yeah. I would, hey, but well, apparently how, it's how good. I was going to say apparently it's good, but yeah, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> it's great. It's just it's all the berries. It's none of the Captain Crunch. It still tears the shit out of your mouth. Yeah, I think I and your poop th- is blue. Ooh. I like that. Used I like to that. Oops, too. all berries. Like oops. <laughs> honeycomb used to be like really abrasive. Oh, I hated too. honeycomb. I, I love the like flavor honeycomb. of it, but it, yeah, honeycomb's it used to great. be pretty, no, pretty abrasive. Teeth and shit. It's like 
Oh, you had there, to let it sit in the milk for a little while. There's some let it sit in the milk. There's some risk. God, short. It's not soggy cereal is the worst. It's not soggy. We talked about it before. The freakies. That was a cereal. Oh, I that's right. Yeah. See, that's ah, uh, and that that just disappeared after like three or four years. Was Welcome to cereal shock. <laughs> there was a short time, about 2001, that fruity pebbles and cocoa pebbles had little boulders, as they called them. They're basically little concentrated crystals of sugar coated candy coated candy coated with they, more sugar yes that they <laughs> adhered to the the pebbles themselves ah, Ooh. so it gave it like that little extra crunchy texture beyond it that was fantastic i loved it and i miss it to this day i check the aisle to see if it ever comes back all right i'll keep my eyes open for you it'll uh, never come back it'll never sugar come back. probably i got a weird desire to walk down the cereal aisle now and see what weird shit they have Don't now. do it there's, oh, there's great things down there i want to get some oops all berries and I'm, then, I'm looking and for just, some cinnamon toast dude, now it was uh, it was so cool because they were like the the ad campaign was like oops we made a mistake <laughs> and and now we have to deal with it and so like the the like cover that. of the box they they like it, it was illustrated to look like they scotch tape, you know, uh, lettering on and stuff like. Oops, all berries. Oh, that's you know, fun. And stuff. It was it was actually really really fun, and it just and and it makes you poop poo. Very is, important. Is yeah, Cookie Crisp still around? Oh yes, mm. very much so. Is it even as good as it was? Like, because I remember like when it first came out, it was pretty good, and then it kind of changed, and yeah. it was it a was a lot of the cereals that light. we remember. Yeah. Have, have stopped using real cookies. Yeah. Yeah. They changed the recipes glass. and all that to like adhere to health health shit. <laughs> when I was <laughs> <laughs> health shit. When I was at McDonald's. Oh, those golden Graham's crispy, crunchy Graham cereal family breakfast treat. Oh, those golden Graham's. Oh, those golden Graham's golden honey. Just a touch with Graham's golden wheat. It's a great tasting part of a complete breakfast for the whole family. <laughs>